Well, if there's a reason to jump for joy, it is Mr. Larry Weber here to weigh in on the future of Otwin as we head into a weekend with temperatures in the mid... Otwin may have run its course or is doing just that, depending on where you are and depending on kind of the kind of scene you're in. uh, The snow that we got last Sunday... We had uh, three inches here, and I think that was pretty consistent in much of the area. Uh, But it is almost all gone now in the yard and in along the roads and so forth. However, in the woods, there's still still snow, and I have hopes that it will continue. Now, according to the forecast, we are going to get or supposed to get uh, a little more on Sunday. Uh, this is, I, I don't know if it's the end of Otwin, but it is the beginning of freeze-up. We started freeze-up. Uh, it's, it's hard to give an exact date of when it starts because what happens in uh, November is that we'll get freezing in ponds and swamps, the shallower places, the smaller places, and then a day or so later it will all melt and then it will refreeze and so forth. So I usually count it when it freezes and stays frozen. So as of the 15th here at my place, I started to see ice on, there's a swamp and a pond that I go by every day. And they both kept the ice for the next, ever since then. So I'm thinking this may be the beginning of freeze up. Now in the last couple of days, we had I think just outstanding November weather. I just loved it. The thick gray clouds, the temperatures in the 20s, and the strong northwest wind. This is what I call raw November, and I thought it was just spectacular. The downside of it is that the winds were so strong on the nearby lake that ice was not able to form. Now, this morning was calm. And when I took my walk this morning, I went by the same bay that I went by yesterday. There was no ice out there yesterday. There was ice on much of the bay today. So is this the beginning and a continuation of freeze-up? I don't know. In the forecast, there are several days that the temperatures are getting above freezing. So we'll see what happens. I think we'll probably or at least partially, we will continue with the freeze-up. As far as Otwin goes, once again, it's a hard, it doesn't sound like there's snows of any substance coming up in the next week. But uh, Mother Nature can throw a few surprises. Uh, The big news that I have to mention today has to do with birds. Now, it's not quite like some of the uh, the sightings in the Duluth area. I don't have a hummingbird or rufous hummingbird coming to my feeder. And I don't have some of the other birds that people have been reporting, especially things like pine grosbeak coming to my feeder. But... I saw some outstanding, outstanding bird sights this past week. I took a took two walks. I try to take two walks every day. I took two walks this week, and it was on uh, Tuesday. The morning morning walk, I saw and heard two flocks of Canada geese go over. Now Canada geese are so common, and we see them in passing over in migration. 
pretty much any time in the autumn, but it seems like this is getting kind of late for them. But anyway, I stopped to take a look at them, and I still appreciate, well, despite what people say about Canada geese, I still appreciate them coming across. So that was in the morning walk. And then in the afternoon walk, I had, wow, what an incredible experience. It was a hard northwest wind once again temperatures were in the 20s and as i was walking i heard what i immediately identified as sandhill cranes so i stopped to take a look and there was a flock it could have been 80 it could have been 100 of sandhill cranes going over very high wow what a fabulous sighting that was sandhill cranes are nothing new for our area they are here every year and in my immediate region right here they nest i i see their nest or i see their young every year so it's nothing that like a rare bird but to see a flock of that size in fall yeah it's quite a terrific sighting and they were calling their guttural type of noises they make wow so that's a hard act to follow but i continued to walk and just a short distance afterwards i heard another flock i stopped to take a look at them and it was a loud flock of tundra swans that were heading toward the south. They were in a V shape. Tundra swans, not to be confused with trumpeter swans, but tundra swans live up to their name. They live, they nest in the far north. They nest in the tundra. And they have a rather unusual uh, wintering site. They winter in Chesapeake Bay, way over in the east coast. To get there, they fly south and they congregate and rest along the Mississippi River. And a common thing for birders in Minnesota and some of the surrounding states to do in November is to go down and see these flocks. And I recommend anybody who can to do do so. It's really interesting. You might see a couple of a thousand of these uh, tundra swans along the Mississippi River. After resting there, then they head to the east and they winter on Chesapeake Bay. But what I saw was a flock that was on its way. So, oh, a couple of terrific flocks. If that's not enough, this past week I also saw a flock of red poles finally along the side of the road. And the first, yes, the first pine grosbeaks beaks have shown up in the area, not at the feeder, but they did show up in the area. So it's wonderful time for birds. We may think November is a real loser. It's a disappointment, but I don't think so. Late November is so full of changes. I always like to see a healthy late November. What I mean by that is we get a frozen ground, we get ice on ponds and and uh, swamps and hopefully on lakes, and then we get the snow cover. If we get the snow cover first, it can make things a little bit different. But we'll see if what Mother Nature has to offer. A few other things of note I have been talking about in the last couple of weeks that the only trees that still had leaves on them were the non-natives. Well, the apple, the weeping willow, the lilac, for Cynthia are also dropping their leaves right now. I think much of that had to do with the strong winds that we have. 
And I've also mentioned about the, uh, the berries on highbush cranberry, crab apple, hawthorn, rose hips. Uh, they're all still out there, and they're providing food for critters that come along. It's interesting to note that the flock of uh, red poles that I saw uh, were not feeding on uh, the seeds of alder or birch, as I usually expect them when they first arrive. No, they were feeding on our friend, the seeds of our friend, the tansy. So, yes, it's maybe good to have some tansies here. Nights are long. Days are shorter. But you know what? It's terrific. And I think we should be thankful for that. And I should be I think we should be thankful for KUMD. And I think we should be thankful for Lisa Johnson. So that sound good? Well, Larry, bless your little heart. I know I am thankful for you. You always give me something to distract me and and turn my attention and enthusiasm to something that I can see outdoors. And you know how it goes. Some days you need that more than others. Oh, no kidding. But it's always there. Mother Nature never lets me down. You know, I think I really, some of the stuff I talked about this morning really demonstrates a a, a activity that I try to live by, and that is uh, taking a nature walk, take the same walk you took yesterday. And, you know, this is a time of year where you see some real changes, and I plan to take that same walk again tomorrow. So anyway, take care and enjoy. uh, We are heading now toward the end of the month, but uh, we'll make it. All right. Thanks a million, Larry. Take care. Larry Weber this morning, our host for Backyard Almanac, a regular feature of Fridays right here on Northland Morning.